Welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. My name is Michael Persad. This is the podcast where we want to serve you as your virtual communications director to provide clear communication strategy because we believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision. Hey everyone, welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. I'm here today with our guest, Pastor Christopher Georges, and uh, I, we're going to talk about this, uh, this idea of a brand and how to create a new brand. What does that look like? How do you implement it? How do you introduce people to it? What's the process of doing that? Um, Pastor Chris has been there and done that. And uh, we actually worked with him several, several months ago to go through the process. And uh, he, he's gone through that process. And I, I, at one point I was like, hey, Pastor Chris would be a great person to share. Um, what does this look like for any of you that are out there that are looking to go through this process? Like, how does it look like to introduce something new to a congregation? And uh, he's going to talk about that today. So Pastor Chris, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks so much, Ryan. Appreciate it. Um, I'm excited. A little nervous, but um, I'm excited to uh, to come out and to kind of share my story with you. And uh, um, appreciate appreciative of you and and um, and what you've done for us. Um, it's been tremendous. Oh, I yeah, thanks. It's been great. Such a great experience to work with you and um, learn about the church, Fullness Church, and what's going on in the area. What your vision is and how you want to mm-hmm. impact the area that you're in. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit, tell the audience a little bit about who you are, and then uh, just a little bit about Fullness Church. Okay, well, um, again, my name is Chris Georges. I um, have, have been really with my church since I was born, since I was a little kid. I, my father started our church 35 years ago, and he started it in, in the living room of his home. And I remember us, you know, putting the chairs out in the living room while he was uh, preparing to preach, and I remember my sister's room was the was the nursery, and 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 so I've been really with my father from the from the very beginning. I I started playing the piano when I was eight years old, and so at the age of eight, I was actually the minister of music in my church, um, and um, and so um, you know all throughout the years, I just I love serving my dad. I love being there for him. One of the things I said that I never wanted to do was to be a pastor, right? I saw what he was going through. I was cool with serving him, but I never wanted to be what he was. And then in 2016, um, my father, he got ill and um, he called me to the hospital room and he laid hands on me and um, he ordained me to be the pastor of the church. He passed away um, two weeks after that. And uh, ever since then, I've been pastoring, trying to figure out how to lead um, this congregation. Um, and it's been a journey. I would say it's been the hardest job I've ever had and the most rewarding job I've ever had. And um, so it's as if God knew uh, what my desire would be. And um, I'm happy and um, I'm glad to be um, doing what God has called me to do. That's an amazing story. Wow. Sounds like a, like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so how, uh, how's the transition gone for you in stepping into that lead pastor role? Well, I would say um, when I became pastor, I felt very inadequate. Um, I remember that first Sunday I preached and uh, my, fa- my brother, he's actually a preacher too, a pastor too. And I called him up. I said, I said, um, Alvin, I said, 
I just preached Sunday. You mean to tell me I have to do this every week? And I, I realized that that this was an ongoing thing, but not only that, but I has, had to also figure out how to deal with the church administratively. And so there were two things I had to learn how to do. I had to learn how to preach, and I had to learn how to, how to manage the church. Um, but then there was some other things that I've discovered, you know, as, as, you know, taking over what I consider a legacy church. Um, I had to figure out how to honor the past. Then I had to figure out how to manage the present. And then I had to prepare us for the future. And um, as I was praying, and I began to pray and ask God to show me the vision of what we are to become, um, we, we were a different church in the visions that God showed me than what we were um, at that time. And so my question to God was, how do we get from where we are to where you have shown me? Um, and so that transition, we're still in that transition phase, but that, that transition phase, but um, uh, connecting with you and um, helping us with the brand has really kind of catapulted us towards that church that God has been showing me from the beginning. So what was the biggest struggle that um, compelled you to, to reach out to, to us to, to basically get a new brand for the church? The biggest struggle really for me was that I knew that there's some things I didn't know. And um, perhaps admitting that, <laughs> admitting that I didn't know what I probably should know. And maybe there's somebody that can really help me. Um, but then also um, getting other people within the congregation to understand the, the importance of us taking this step. That was real hard um, because for the most part, you know, the question is, okay, we've been in church for 35 years. Why do we need to change? You know, and now here's this new pastor telling us, okay, we need to change. Um, but um, in order for us to be relevant um, in the years to come, I felt like God was leading us towards this change. So that was, that was pretty hard, though. It was pretty hard. Uh, just, just I remember, if you just give me a moment, I remember um, uh, we had artificial plants on our stage. And I remember <laughs> one day I decided that I didn't want to preach from the jungle. And I took the artificial plants off the stage. And one of the mothers grabbed my arm, I mean, and grabbed it tightly and said, what did you do? And I said, mother, what do you mean? She said, uh, you took the plants off the stage. You can't do that. <laughs> and I realized I wasn't in Kansas anymore, <laughs> you know, and that some, some of the changes that I had to make, I had to be strategic. And um, I had to kind of, even in sometimes, you know, someone would take it slow, you know, and that's hard too knowing that there's a place that you want to go, you want to get there fast, but taking your time because you don't want people to kind of fall off the, the wagon. Yeah. One of the things about branding is that it, it allows um, leadership to be able to put your thoughts and your vision and your dreams and all those different things into, and your values yeah. on, on paper so that yeah. you're able to t take that out of what's in your head and mm -hmm. put it down on paper. So that was one of the really cool things about working with you, you know, maybe six months ago now, is that we were able to, you know, help you take that passion, that vision, what you wanted to, to create and help you document it. Um, so that the, the result is that you're able to share that with other people. Yeah. 
that's yeah. that's the hope on, on my end. That's the hope to, to take yeah. your vision and the passion and what what God has given you for the future, and then be able to share that with other people. So, um, what what are some of the results that you've seen? I guess since since then, like what what does that look like to to take that 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 brand that we documented and and put that out there for people? Well, that we, we you t- you're talking about that brand guide, and it's a godsend. Um, and so, what that brand guide for us has been, it's been a, um, a tool that has caused us to first of all have focus. Um, and I think for the most part, that's something that we've kind of been lacking. You know, we've been a church in existence, but I don't, I didn't know that we really had, um, a laser like focus. Um, and so what's happened at, well, at first everybody was apprehensive. Everybody was like, okay, you know, um, I'm not sure if this is going to be what we need, you know, um, are we going to be able to fit within these boundaries, these guidelines? And now it's become this 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 tool where you know it's, it's like our rosetta stone <laughs> it's like you know we we go to it to find out if how we're communicating is correct you know and and so um uh, that that alone has has, has really kind of um formulated the way we're able to articulate and communicate to our community um and i think we're doing that better now because of our brand, the brand guy. Yeah, that's great, great feedback. Uh, the Rosetta Stone thing is, is really good. Um, but yeah, that's so a brand guide, for you that may not know what that is, it's a document that it's maybe 20 pages long and it just takes the, it, it documents what's the vision, what's the mission, what's the purpose, what's the values, what, what are some colors and fonts that support that? What does a graphic style look like for right. you? Yeah. And uh, we we um, we have a way of kind of unpacking that a a framework to help to help uh, leaders unpack what that is. Um, one of the most powerful things I, I think uh, every time we do it is is uh, what is the journey that you're hoping to take people through? Like, what's the end result that you want for them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where are they starting, and what's the end result? And then what are the steps that are in the middle? And so we we help you walk through that, and uh, we document it so that you're able to have that as a Rosetta Stone, as a, as a guide. Um, l- let's do a little bit of a reset. Um, what, is, what type of church is Fullness Church? Can you, can you uh, explain what Fullness Church is like? Okay. Well, we are a predominantly African-American church. We are a charismatic church. Um, again, we, we've been in existence for 35 years. Um, we are a multi-generational church, so we have infants and we have grandparents and in some cases great grandparents um i'm right in the middle right so i'm trying to figure out how to balance that out between the youth and 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 the older ones um but um we are a loving church um and we are a growing church um and um you know the one of the sentiments a lot of people when they come to our church they say when they come to our church they actually feel love and they don't get that everywhere um and so um you know uh, I, I'm I'm so proud of our church. I'm proud of, of the journey that we have gone through, but I'm also proud of where we're going to go. Yeah, that's that's great. We um we've applied this to um, all different types of churches, mm-hmm. and uh, it yeah. it just it just works. It just helps get clarity, like you said. It's it's about being laser focused. Um, so I, I talk specifically about the um, 
you know, describing a journey that you might have for people. And part of that process is dis- is uh, uh, discovering a language or implementing a language, a, a way of talking that everybody can say the same things yeah. and be able to n- know what we mean when we say that. Um, yeah. So as a leader, you're able to basically duplicate yourself a um, little bit more easy because it's not just in your head. It could be in other people's uh, minds as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, is there anything, any insights that you can give of how maybe you've used some of that to make some decisions or tweak some things around the church in the last several months? Well, I, I would say this, um, um, well, right now what we're doing, um, and God blessed us because, uh, we, because of our growth, we're able to have some resources to do some of the tweaks that you're talking about throughout the church. Um, so get, this is what we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to strip down our, our hallway and simply put up um, the um, our, our culture, you know, on the on the wall, you know, pictures and 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 different different phrasings um, that we're picking out from the, the brand guide, just you know, so that we can actually, um, you know, give people something to to actually see on a consistent basis, and they can actually be reminded, this is who we are, this is what we do as a church, you know, this is you know this is what we do to, to reach our community. Um, we are getting ready to, to change our carpeting. It's something small, but it's real big. So with changing our carpeting, one of the questions that was asked is that, what color are we gonna change the carpet to? <laughs> well, now we got a brand guy. <laughs> so we can go and we say, look, let's pick these colors out, you know? Um, we're getting ready to change our church sign um, in, um, in the front of the church, our marquee. Um, the brand guy, it, it just saves us a whole lot of trouble. Now we just, let's just do what we see in the brand guide. Let's, let's use these colors. Let's use this logo. Um, and, and so those little tweaks, those little things, um, that brand guide has really helped us. really helped us. And it's helping us. And, I, I, and I'm just excited. We, we, we created T-shirts with the logos and stuff. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's awesome. Everybody's been, been really, really, really now excited about, okay, you know, we have we have uh, new T-shirts. We have we have a new church. We have you know new um, uh, decoration things that are happening in the church. It's real. It's it, there's an excitement. I wish I could express to you the excitement that's happening in our church. With even within the last four weeks, it's just been crazy. Can you tell us um, what uh, you did to introduce some of this? Like, how did you unpack some of this to your team? Yeah, so um, I, I, I shared with you earlier that some change I had to do slowly. Um, I wanted to go a little faster, but um, I felt like God was pacing me. Um, and one of the first things I did is I had these major conversations with some leaders. The first one that I really had to talk to was my mother, right? Um, and so I sat, I sat across the, the desk from her and I began to share with her and I said, Mom, look, this is what I believe God is telling us to do as a church. And I'm even believing that God is telling us to change our name from Fullness of the Spirit Ministries to Fullness Church. What do you think about that? And I was prepared <laughs> for, for, for something, you know, that was going to make me brace my, you know, brace myself. But uh, she said, you know what, I, I, I can see us doing that. And I knew that her being in my corner was gonna make everything else easy. The second conversation I had was with my family because um, my dad started the church. And so 
my brother and my sister, they were a real big part of the church. So I had sat across the kitchen table with them and I began to talk to them about it. And, and then I began to talk to our elders in the church. And then I began to talk to several of, of the influencers that are in the church. Um, a lot of the younger ones, they were really excited. They couldn't wait. The older ones, they were a little apprehensive, but I think there was a sense of, you know, they, I think internally they knew that something needed to happen. And so they were trusting me. Um, and then I began to kind of preach it across the pulpit to the congregation and begin to kind of preach about our vision, you know, and about what we do as a church and, um, and the people who we're trying to reach as a church. That took, that took some months. It took longer than I thought it was going to take um, because every time I said, okay, now God, God said, no, not yet. And so I was really, you know, waiting on God to release us to, to go and just turn the switch. Um, and when he released us, he released us to do it at just the right time. I think our church was really ready for it. How, how was I able, or just our team in general, how, how were we able to help you in, in this process? Repeat that one more time. How, how, were, how, was, how was I uh, and my team, how were we able to, so I, I guess where it's, I, I'm just, yeah. we take it for granted what we do, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm just wondering on, from your perspective, how were we able to help you with the rebrand or just right. help you with this new vision or help you with the church? Yeah. Like, how, what did that look like from your perspective? Yeah. So um, I realized um, you guys helped me to realize that the rebrand was more than just changing the logo <laughs> and changing the name, right? <laughs> so um, what you were able to do, you were able to, to open my mind to really get a full picture of what a rebrand it really is. And um, how is not just, you know, changing your clothes, but it's actually changing your behavior, right? Um, it's actually um, um, uh, uh, changing the way you do things in a way that make you more representative of who you are as a church. Um, and, and, and so just that alone, you were able to kind of just open my eyes. I, I was really kind of closed-minded in the sense. I knew there was a need for change. I thought I knew how it was supposed to happen. And then you said, basically, you kind of showed me, well, what about this over here? And I never even <laughs> considered that over there. And that's when I realized, oh, man, these guys actually know what they're talking about, <laughs> you know. And then um, the whole idea of, of even preaching the sermons and, and the series um, as it pertained to change, um, it was you guys who actually um, told me that that was a good idea to do that. And when I, I did it um, and did it the way you shared, showed me how to do it, it really worked. It really worked. Um, and so I, I have made a decision to trust you, you know, and I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to be straight up and be honest. There's some things I really didn't understand. Um, I, I actually, there's some things that I looked at and I said, mm, perhaps no, but then I said, I'm going to trust them anyway. And, um, and when I did trust you, um, you actually knew what you were talking about, <laughs> you know? So um, uh, thank you so much um, for, for that and um, for your help and, 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 and helping me get beyond myself <laughs> so I can actually lead our church to change. Oh, thanks for the feedback on that. It's, um, it's really great. You know, we, 
we kind of do what we do and uh you know sometimes we just miss the impact that it has um and i i I really feel like this is a calling and you know i don't want to take too much of a deep you know moment there but uh it's always great to just get your feedback of man how are we helping you and how is this stuff able to help the, the listeners of the podcast? You know, as, as you look to do something really great and God has given you a great vision, you know, you put some systems around it and some structure around it and it just helps you to get a little bit further faster. Um, yeah. You talked about growth being able, being one of the results of, you know, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So can you, can you tell, let us know what, what that's looked like for you? When I took over the church, we were at around um, 52, 52 in attendance on a Sunday. Um, since then we are now at two services. Yeah. Um, and, um, so, so that, that kind of growth, um, you know, of course that's, that's nothing but God, cause I'm not that smart. <laughs> I really am not that smart. Um, but, um, I would say that when we decided to shift, um, change the name, change the brand, um, there, there was a, a synergy that happened um that caused the people to get excited about their church again um and now people are, are starting to really um share uh, their experiences they're 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 leveraging their relationships with their friends and bringing their friends to church um which i think is an honor anytime you leverage your relationship so that somebody can come and experience your church i think i, I kind of as an honor um and 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 so now our church is, is our church is totally different than it was um, a couple of years ago. The faces, I mean, it's just it's just a, a totally different church. And we haven't even really, to be honest, we haven't really went full bore yet. And so I, I, I I'm I'm almost scared to know what's going to happen when we really become what we are are um, destined to become. Yeah, and that's that's really great to hear because I think that's the that is the byproduct of getting focused and getting clear. Yeah, um, and you know, the, it's a principle. You know, and um, mm-hmm. from my perspective, it, it's biblical. You know, I don't want to get into theology and all that stuff, but man, I, I, you know, a lot of the branding stuff that that we're bringing into the conversation that Pastor Chris has has talked about, we didn't get into specifics of what what it looks like, but. The, the idea is just, hey, just get, get super clear, present that to people so they, they understand and uh, right. don't confuse them and stay, stay the course. Right. Stay the course yeah. so that you're able to present something consistent over time because people, that's what they crave. It's what they want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks again for sharing all that. One of the things we love to do on the podcast is um, present an audience question to our, to our guests. So um, Pastor Chris, I just wanted to ask you, Okay. Um, here's a question that we get from time to time, uh, in a, um, in a church that is uh, spirit led, how do you fit in strategic planning? Mm. Wow. That, that is, that is a, a, a good question. Um, and, and because sometimes you can really become so tr- strategic minded that you forget to actually pray. Right. So the yeah. first thing you do, first thing you do is you pray. And you ask God to give you the strategy, but also to ask God to lead you to the strategy, you know, because some, there's some things that you don't know, but there's some things that other people know. Um, I'm, I'm reminded in the Bible where um, God tells 
Abram, before he's Abraham, before he changes his name, he tells Abram, he said, look, I want you to leave your family, leave your kindred folk and go to a place I will show you. He doesn't even tell him where he's going to go. But he said, I want you to leave um, what you're familiar with um, to go to a place that you have never seen before. And, and sometimes um, as pastors, we get so focused on where we're going um, and the vision that we really don't um, consider that there's some things that we have to let go. Um, and uh, I think part of the journey is, is, is knowing what you're willing to let go of in order for you to pursue what God is, is taking you to. Um, and so um, if, if, if we're going to hear from God, um, then part of the strategy is God, okay, what are some mindsets that I got to let go? What, what are some, some, some thoughts and some ideas that I have to let go? What, what are some ministries that, that I have to let go? You know, um, and in order for me to go to a place that you haven't, I haven't even seen yet, but I know that if I walk by faith, it's going to be better than where I am now. Um, I, perhaps that, that can help. I, I'm not sure if that answers the, the, the question totally, but you got to start with prayer. And then you got to be willing to allow God to, to tell you to do things and, give, and present a strategy and you actually do them, even if it doesn't seem comfortable. Yeah, that's yeah, really good insights on on that. I, and we, um, man, I, the way I feel about it is that it, you, God can help you plan. Like mm-hmm. God is not uh, resistant to planning or strategy. It's not, he's not, you know, he can, he can help you plan and he can help you put together a good game plan for something. But then, you know, we can, we can be open-handed about it. And yeah. if God wants to change that, well, that's, that's totally fine. Right. But, <laughs> right. but at least we have a plan. And, yeah. I, and I think what I found is that as a leader, man, when you have a plan that you can present to other people, they're yeah. more willing and able to help you um, execute it um, versus like maybe you're just kind of going and winging it um, and people aren't too sure of what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right on that. You're so right on that. Um, and, and I think, and you're so right as a leader, um, is it, it's important when people say, where are we going to go? You actually able to tell them, <laughs> right? Um, and and um, I, I think for me, because, you know, leadership is, first of all, leadership is hard. It's, it's anytime you leave and when you, you try to lead your own family, it's hard. Try leading a congregation. Leadership <laughs> is hard. Everybody has their own ideas, right? Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own way of doing things um, and, and how they think they should go. But when you're able to come to them and after prayer and you're able to come to them with a strategy and say, I believe that this is what God is telling us to do. All right. And that right there, it, just being, being able to present that plan is something that's going to really help you lead in a more powerful way. And the way we, uh, we hope to serve uh, Pastor Chris or any other um, person that we come into contact with, or even with this podcast, is we want to provide, man, I just want to provide some systems to help you work through that. Sometimes you need an outsider perspective. Yeah. Um, you yes. need some things from the outside to help bring it, bring it into your world to then put some order and some structure into your ideas that you already have. It's not, yes. it's not about changing, you know, what, what you, what God's told you. That's not the idea. Just 
hey, uh, let's, let's just document it and put some structure behind it. Right. And you have a great tool to then be able to do the thing that God has called you to do. Uh, is, um, I guess, Pastor Chris, any last words um, based on what we've talked about here today? Uh, I just, again, I, I'm, I'm so appreciative of, of you, Michael, um, and, um, and the vision that you, you have in helping churches. Um, because of, of the work that you're doing, you're allowing us to be able to reach more people than we ever reached before. So this is real ministry. What you're doing is real ministry. Um, and I'm so glad that somehow I can't even remember how we got connected, how I found you, but I'm glad that I did. <laughs> I think God led me to you guys. And, um, and um, I'm, just, I'm just so proud to be connected to um, such a man of integrity um, and such uh, a God-centered company. I mean, Prasad Creative. Um, you guys are, are really tremendous, and I, I look forward to some great things that God has for you guys. Man. Oh, thanks so much. I really appreciate that so much. Um, wh what are some ways that people can get in contact with you if they want to connect with you, um, maybe online? What are some things that, that you have out there? Well, um, personally, you can, you can reach me by going to ChristopherGeorges.com. Um, I shared that I've been playing the piano since I was eight years old, so... Um, I'm basically, before I became a pastor, I was a musician and um, I was the minister of music at my church. And one of the things that I did was I created um, instrumentals and prayer music um, for people to pray um, to. And um, for some reason, um, you know, God, God shared with me, told me, said, put it online and put it out there. And I did. People from all over the world, they have been experiencing the music. And so if you want to experience um, prayer music for yourself, for your own private devotion, you can go to ChristopherGeorges.com. Um, and then you can be connected to my YouTube page from my, from my website. And you also, you can also reach our church um, through um, our new website that was created by Prasad Creative called The Fullness Church. Go to thefullness.church um, and you can um, find out everything you need to know about Fullness Church. Hey, thanks, Pastor Chris, for sharing that. Um, I Just on the, uh, the back end of the podcast, we're going to wrap it up. But man, I, it's been such a great honor to work with you and your church. And I love, absolutely love hearing about how you've implemented um, and how it's helped you um, as a pastor, as a leader to, to get you where you want to go. Like it's, it's really encouraging that um, we get to be a part of that. And uh, it makes yeah. me want to just do it more. So I really I'm keep great. doing it, man. Keep yeah. doing it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the podcast, Pastor Chris. Oh, thank you, Mike. I appreciate you, man. My hope is that this podcast is a help to you. There are three ways you can support this podcast. One is to subscribe. Second is to share it so other people can be helped by it. And the third way is to leave a review. <laughs>